0: I was recently asked the question why did you stop doing your podcast and I had to take a moment to pause you see initially I was hurt and it wasn't because of who was asking it wasn't how they asked it it had nothing to do with that person I was hurt because the concept that I had not given them any other thought On whether or not I did stop the podcast, it gave me this sense of, I quit, I just gave up, I just stopped, I just didn't do it anymore, I had no connections to this podcast that I was once doing, other than being the author of the podcast. And in all sense of the question, why did you stop doing your podcast, I guess I did stop doing my podcast, so I had to pause and I had to really reflect on it, and of course, The moment of pausing and reflecting on it, in reality, didn't take long at all. It wasn't a question that I paused for 25 minutes and then gave an answer. I just was taken aback. Because I did stop doing the podcast. And it wasn't intentional. It wasn't something that I had planned. It was actually quite the opposite of what I had planned. You see, almost a year ago, I purchased a self-care journal. It sounds very funny, cliche, but it was something that in that moment, in that time in my life, I thought would be really, number one, enjoyable and helpful for myself and my mental health and just to make sure that I was doing the progress that I wanted to see. And very recently, as in about five days or so ago, I opened my self-care journal. I read my passage that I had written in there. And it was for March of 2021. Spoiler alert. I did not write anything else after that passage. I didn't say another word. I didn't touch a pen to the paper. There was no mark. There was no date started so that maybe I got distracted. No, I need one entry. One entry. And to be totally honest, I'm not going to read the entry to you, but the ending of my passage that I had written, whatever I had logged about that day, was a little sad. I had expressed that I was feeling very Anxious, and I couldn't figure out why. I was struggling to sleep, and I didn't know why. And that in itself was making me feel indifferent. It was causing havoc in every other aspect of my life. And then that was it. On the very bottom of each page, it asks a scale of how I was feeling today. And there's like a one to 10, one being lowest, 10 being absolutely content, doing great, thriving. And I circled, I think, a four, maybe a three. And on the bottom, I just wrote the word indifferent, semicolon, anxious, not sure why. That's become a very common theme in my life anxious, not sure why. I've talked about it briefly on here once before that when I was about 20 to 21 years old, or 20 turning 21 years old, I had experienced what we've come to the conclusion was a nervous breakdown. And When it happened, while it was happening, it was scary. It was so foreign to me that this could happen. Being sat down and talked with multiple professionals and being told about this anxiety disorder, being diagnosed with depression, to me was so foreign. Even though I had been fully aware of friends, family members, close loved ones, that also struggled with the same things, if not certain things or similar things. And to me, to have somebody tell me that I was struggling with this specific thing and that this was kind of an accumulation of a lot of pressure brought on me, I was so bewildered to that concept then. And talking to people around me, talking to friends around me, it's so for sure for them that that would not be something or that that would be something that makes sense. Let me try to explain what I'm saying. Let's paint the picture, me, my friend having some lunch, me explaining to her about this nervous breakdown that I so lovingly had when I was trying to start my business, I was really trying to jumpstart my career, and I just blew up, if you will, and had this moment, these moments, continuous, long, just extensive moments of fear, depression, and anxiety that physically caused havoc on my body. I got sick, I lost weight, I just, it was a whole plethora of things that I'd never experienced all at once, I think little by little I had. And then I explained to the same friend at lunch, or whatever this looks like, that I had this nervous breakdown, and I was diagnosed with depression, I have an anxiety disorder, X, Y, and Z, you know, bullet points of what all of my visits ended up being. And then saying, oh, yeah, no, definitely, I could see that because you bring so, you know, you, you put so much on yourself. And hearing that statement, just knowing that they know that about me, and I didn't know that about myself, was like, oh, okay, huh, that's weird. Because I didn't, I didn't know that about myself. I didn't know that I had become this people pleaser due to things around me and people is just one small part of it there's a constant cycle that i am now that i'm in my adulthood and a mother and trying to work through things as opposed to just ignoring them and never dealing with them because you know hello been there did that had the homeowners break down about it i'm learning that i perfected myself into this mold that I thought I was supposed to be. Because I watched others around me struggle. I saw people hurting. I heard people getting used. I knew of people getting abused. I became this solid ground, or I I wanted to become this solid ground, this foundation for people, this stability that I felt like they needed because I, I could see that they were struggling with their own. I could feel that they were struggling with their own. They would tell me that they were struggling with their own. And there were people who were genuine. And understood that and thanked me for it. And never abused it. And then there were those who did. And that's something that I had to learn to pull myself away from. I am somebody that wanted to be a safe harbor for everyone but in that in that desire to be that, in that hope that somebody could come to me and just feel safe for a moment, for a little bit to feel like they had some outlet, I was neglecting my own. There was nowhere for me to go. Or there was, and I wasn't seeing it because I had let my guard up so that I could be the strength for everyone else. And I, I feel like I'm not the only person out there that does that. I feel like I'm not, there. I am not, it's not I feel, I know for a fact that I'm not. I'm not the only person who puts themselves on the back burner, who puts whatever struggles they're dealing with behind them for a moment, And then that moment becomes a long, long time. And then everything that you wanted to do becomes this foreign concept, this blurred vision that you had no idea was just mad chilling back there collecting dust on it. So when I was asked, why did you stop the podcast? I was taken aback because I didn't mean to stop the podcast. I didn't mean to put what I started as an outlet, what I started as something to help my health mentally, to cause my physical health to follow that. Because I've come to the realization, the conclusion, I've been told that a lot of my mental health does cause an issue with my physical health. And it is very much... um, something that i think other people struggle with and i think that if you're somebody that has mental health struggles you can probably you know agree that when you're not feeling your best mentally and you're not all there or you're just dealing with a lot of anxiety or grief or depression or whatever it may be you're not taking care of yourself as you normally would And that's not a fault to ours. It's just something that happens. And that's kind of why I wanted to start the podcast. I started this podcast in the midst of COVID, something that we had no idea what it was and how strenuous it was going to become and how different it was going to make our lives. And it did. And on top of COVID, I was a new mom again, a mother of two now, working a full-time career that I really wanted to dedicate and invest a lot of time in and that's not something that I would ever change for the world but I also knew that there was something else I had to do to be able to track my mental health to be able to have this outlet and I knew that I loved podcasts. I liked to hear podcasts with motivational speakers or podcast with, you know, friends that are just telling funny jokes. I really like listening to horror, like horror story podcasts while I'm cleaning, which is funny, but also kind of scary because, you know, I'll be in the kitchen and something makes a sound and oh gosh. So I wanted to create something because I'd always been a writer. I'd always written. I'd always had some type of outlet. And for those of you that are now adults and this doesn't even have to do with kids, but are just adults now and we have outside responsibilities. We have work, we have bills to pay, we have household responsibilities so that you know we're living a sustainable life. We don't always have time to do the things that we used to do for fun. I know that there's a lot of things that I did when I was younger or as a child that I definitely don't have time to do now. Adding in my own personal experience two kids into the mix makes it a little bit harder and i don't ever want that to sound like my kids don't let me do what i want to do no that's not it but i am an adult mother who has two kids that are a priority i also have a career that i dreamed about and i'm doing now i have a husband and a household that i want to see thrive and there are things that i have to do and responsibilities that i decided to take on that does also kind of cause a lot of things to move to the side They're not the reason things are being put on the back burner. The fact of the matter is, is I wasn't prioritizing myself. Hello, what's new? Same headline as last week. And it's a struggle. It's something that I have to work on. And that's why I really wanted to talk about in today's episode. Because I know I'm not the only person that does this. I know this because I've had this conversation recently with people, with friends, with family members. People I know used to love doing certain things or had goals or whatever that looks like and then just stopped working towards them because they didn't make themselves a priority. Again, I want to backtrack. There are certain things and responsibilities and getting busy and the hustle and bustle of every day that does cause us to say, you know what, I got to pause on this for a minute. I've got some other things that I wanna handle and then I'm gonna take care of this. Being self-aware in that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what's that thing you wanted to do? What's that thing you started doing? What did you do to take care of yourself? What were you gonna start to do to take care of you that you stopped because you decided, nah, it's not really that important. I wanna I want to fix everything else around me first. I want to fix everyone else around me first. My mental health, let's just put her in the backseat. My wants, my desires, my needs, she can hang out on the shelf. And it's an admirable and a loving trait for people to have all of our intentions are well and we want to see people thrive but can you answer me this is it because you became a mold and there was nothing no one nowhere for you to go or where you felt safe enough to go to become that stronghold that stability that grounded foundation for you So you took on the responsibility to be that for any and everyone else you meet. I am loyal, I am loving, I'm kind. There's a lot of traits that are positive about me that took me a really long time to be able to say that about myself. To be able to look in the mirror and say to me my elevator pitch if somebody was in an elevator with you and asked you to name three things that were positive about yourself that would describe who you are that quickly as quick as a, an elevator ride was what would it be what would it be what would you say about yourself because for me for a long time i don't know my hair's brown uh, i've got good skin and uh, I also put myself into a tiny little corner so that I am no one's problem. Like, that's that's the concept that I had. That's the concept that I had to be. Now, I'm loyal. I'm very friendly. I'm a really good listener. And I know that there are certain things that are good about me, but that sometimes I myself pull out too much and I don't give myself those things. I give it to everyone else. And I don't want this to come off as, don't help your friends, don't be you know a safe haven for them. That's not what this is. But why do I do it for everyone else? Why do you do it for everyone else? but you cannot pay yourself that same love, that same respect, that same honor of saying, I matter right now, too. I never want to invalidate anyone's feelings. I never want to say, you know what? You're struggling, but me too, girl. That's not what this is. That's not what I ever want to do. But she might be struggling. He might be struggling. They might be struggling that doesn't mean that your struggles are any less or theirs are any more and vice versa that just means that we're humans and we all have struggles we all have things that we're dealing with it is the way of life as unfortunate as that sounds it is we're gonna have struggles we're gonna have you know things that hold us back or push us down and sometimes for me personally When that happens around me, I do everything in my power to pull that person back up. I do everything in my power to take care of them and dust them off and make sure that they have band-aids all over their boo-boos or whatever that looks like. And maybe it's the maternal thing in me. Maybe it's the mom in me because I am a mother. But it's also because I didn't know how to turn it off. I didn't know how to say I'm here with you, but I also can't give you my all. And I I had friends and I had people in my life that never expected me to give them my all, that never wanted me to. They just wanted a friendly person to listen to them or just know about their struggles or say, this is where I'm at in my life, and I just want you to be aware. And I wish that everyone that I had met was like that, but they weren't. And there were those that took advantage of it. There were those that took advantage of the fact that I was probably going to drop whatever I had to go fix whatever they needed. And sometimes I can say no. Isn't that so funny? When was the last time you said, no, I can't do this. I have to do me. I have to take care of me. I have a very close friend who was actually an educator of mine, and we grew this bond and she just, she's never going to get rid of me was my concept when I was a student. And she ended up leaving the school and going on and doing more in her career and finding herself. And. I just, we connected, and we've stayed connected, and now we work together, and it's just, it's been really amazing to be able to have that, that growth of mentor, educator, mentor, friend, and one of the sayings that she says a lot that sticks with me all all the time is filling your cup, or filling my cup, and it was funny because for a really long time, I didn't have a visual to it. A visual to this concept that I was giving and giving and giving and giving. But then I was left with nothing. So when she would say, filling your cup or filling my cup, it gave me this visual. That I had this cup. And this cup might have been love, integrity, support emotions empathy whatever it may be and I had this cup of mine it was my cup had my name monogrammed on it it was sparkly it was cute whatever it was my cup and I would look around and I would see all these people and they have their cup and sometimes they were just a little bit a little empty and they just needed a little bit to drink or or whatever it was so I would pour into it and I would pour into it and I'd keep pouring another person keep pouring keep pouring kept pouring kept pouring kept pouring and then at the end my cup empty there was nothing for me and I was thirsting for help for empathy for support and I had those people now I have those people now who also take their cup sometimes and say hey here you go Jay I'm just gonna give you a little bit of that or hey Jay you want some of this one And they fill me up and they push me and they make me thrive because they remind me that I can't fill anyone else's cup if mine is always empty. I'm never going to get to where I'm needing to go if my gas tank is on E. And let's not even talk about gas right now. But this visual of my cup became so in the forefront of my mind all of the time. And I realized that my cup, it's been emptying because I put so much pressure on myself to make sure that everyone else is pleased and taken care of before me, because unfortunately due to things that I dealt with in the past, well, that's for another episode, caused me to think that I had to be that, that I didn't deserve the best, that I didn't deserve the best of me for me that everyone else got it. Everyone else around me deserved this part of me. But behind closed doors and at home, I wasn't taking care of me. Behind closed doors and at home, I wasn't loving me and giving myself the same empathy, the same support, the same care that I was giving everyone else. And that's not something that's gonna happen overnight, especially because I do struggle with mental health. It's not something that I could just wake up and say, well, you know what? My cup's full today. I'm going to leave it that way. That's not how it's going to work. It's not realistic. But I had to become aware of it. I had to be able to say, hey, you know what? My cup is a little halfway. It's It's a little diminished. Let's go turn on that Keurig real quick and let's fill it up. And one of those things that I did to fill it up was write... And then those writing prompts became things that I wanted to talk about. And then the concept of the podcast became a thing. And then I just stopped. Why did you stop doing the podcast? Because I stopped taking care of myself again. And it's not something that's going to just happen. It's not going to be a quick, okay, I'm going to take care of myself all the time. No, I'm going to struggle with it. And it's okay if you do too. But the whole point of this podcast that I wanted to say, and I didn't want it to be extremely long because I wanted, because to be honest, I'm going to take care of me today. But one of the things that I wanted to do was put this out there to say to you, you deserve all of the love, all of the support that you give everyone else. You deserve that. Especially from yourself. And if you've not been giving yourself that, it's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. Like I said, these traits that we hold on wanting to be everything for everyone else, it's admirable. It really is. Like I said, I'm loyal, I'm kind, I'm friendly. And I can give my all, but I shouldn't have to. Because I still deserve it. I still deserve a part of that and it took me a long time to believe that it took me a long time to get someone else's concept someone else's abuse out of my head that I didn't believe that and I do mean a long time I'm almost 30 and I'm just now getting this concept and I'm working I'm working for it and I'm telling you you can too you deserve it and you should be getting the best of you the same way everyone else does I stopped doing the podcast because I stopped giving myself me I stopped taking care of me and loving myself because this was part of that that's what this was I wanted that outlet whether one person listens to it my mom listens to it a f- if it touched one person's ears and made a difference that's all I wanted I wanted one person even if I do a thousand episodes if one person just one was impacted and listened and might have needed to hear what I'm saying that's what mattered but I also needed to be able to get it out there I also wanted to be able to say to myself and listen back that you deserve the best that you give everyone else You deserve that love from yourself. And you're not a bad person for giving it to yourself. You're not taking away from anyone else. Loving yourself and taking care of you. So I'm going to open my book today. I'm going to open my self-care journal. And it's going to say, what did you do for yourself today? I made a new podcast episode so that I could listen back when I'm feeling a little down, when I'm feeling a little empty, when my cup isn't filled, and say and hear myself say, you deserve it. You need to love yourself. And that's really hard sometimes, it is. I'm no stranger to trauma and things that have caused us to have these concepts that we don't deserve good things in life. And I know people around me and I know others are as well. And it's shitty and it's terrible. And there's things that happen that I can't change. And I have to live with. And I am living with it. But I'm also living with the self-awareness that I don't have to be everything for everyone all of the time. But I can and will take care of me. I will love myself the way I give my love to everyone else. I will give my su- myself the support. and it's not gonna be an all the time thing. There's gonna be days where I'm struggling with it and that's okay too. That's okay. But what are you doing to take care of you? What did you do today take? What did you do today to take care of you? It could be so simple, so simple. Go for a walk, have a cup of coffee, sleep, take a nap. Girl, turn your phone off, unplug, don't even listen to anybody today and just do you. Like I said, I didn't want this episode to become too extremely long because I am gonna take care of myself. I do have I have things I want to do and I want to indulge in. I wanna go I wanna go to Target. I wanna go see what spring decorations they have. Because I wanna come home and see cute little bunnies on my fireplace. You know what I mean? Like I I get to do that. And you get to do that. You get to do whatever you want. You wanna go get, sit and you know eat something and get your nails done or whatever that looks like you want to read a book you have laundry that needs to be done but you want to read a book it can wait i promise it can i promise that behind me the computer that i'm sitting at the microphone that i'm talking to is turmoil that i'm gonna have to tackle i've got two kids and they now have two rooms two rooms one for a play area, and one to sleep in. Do you know which rooms none of their toys are in? Those two rooms. But you know what? It's going to wait. It It is going to have to wait. Because I, I'm going to go eat breakfast. I'm going to, I'm going to make me a fancy coffee in my, in my K Cafe Keurig. Not sponsored by the way. But I'm going to do something for me. And then I'm going to. I'm going to scroll on TikTok. I'm going to find funny videos. I'm going to send memes to my husband. I'm going to do me. Because right now, in this moment, it's about me. It's about you. And again, this isn't to say, forget all your friends and stop being there for them. No, that's not what it is. But be there for you too be a safe harbor for you too. And yes, you do have friends and you have loved ones and you have a support system. And that's great because I do. I have amazing friends. I have an amazing, I have an amazing system at my job that I, I could pick up a phone and call any single one of them in a struggle and they, they would be there for me. I have that now. My mom, my parents, my family, I have an amazing support system. My husband, Sheesh! my four-year-old my four-year-old's great man like I want to be her but I shouldn't always have to rely on them to fill my cup I should be able to still have my own cup I should be able to say hey this is mine can I have a drink of it yes yes you can it's yours And you can do with it what you will and you can fill everyone else's cup, but don't leave yours empty in doing so. Don't rid of yourself and let yourself collect dust because you're not something to be forgotten. You're not something that should just get left in the back seat rolling around like the McDonald's cups in the back of my Camry. That's another thing I'm probably going to do. I'm going to clean my car. You deserve so much more than that And I'm here to tell you that if you can't tell it to yourself. I'm here to tell me that when I forget that I deserve good things. I deserve care. I deserve patience and kindness and love. The same way I give it to everyone else around me, I deserve it too. From me. So, I would like to end the episode with a quote. Keep notes of the times that you feel you're most confident. The people that make you smile and laugh until your stomach hurts, and the moments that were incredibly challenging but you're thankful for. As those moments, no matter how hard they were, led you to the person you are today you see self-love isn't about loving yourself and everything that happens to you all the time but instead about truly growing through the hard stuff even when they were the last thing you wanted to do being painfully honest with yourself is unconditional self-love That's something that stuck with me because I did have to become painfully honest with myself. I had to sit and reflect and say, you put a lot of pressure on you. You take on a lot. You put yourself last. And sometimes that's why we struggle. Sometimes that's why I'm not happy. Because I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not being honest enough to say, excuse you, when are you going to matter? All the time. I should matter all the time. I can matter all the time without taking away from anything else or anyone else that I also care for. So I'm going to take it day by day. Because it's going to be a day-by-day process. And there's probably going to be days, weeks, maybe even months in between my journal passages and my self-care journal. And I'm going to be completely transparent. There's probably going to be spaces in between my episodes. And maybe some point, somewhere, I will find some structure and stability enough to schedule that to be able to really hone in on this. But for now, I'm gonna do me and I'm gonna take care of me. I'm gonna love myself the way that I should. And I hope with all of my heart that you do too. And if you needed that reminder that you matter, let this be it because you matter. For those of you that tuned in to listen to me ramble, thank you so much. I'd like to say that you'll be hearing from me soon, and I think you will soon enough. But as always, thank you, stay beautiful, go love yourself, and until next time.